battles in the healthcare workplace, challenges and opportunities. This is a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell. The healthcare, medical device, and pharmaceutical industries are, like many fields, seeing a demographic shift and hiring a larger percentage of younger sales associates, millennials mostly. What's behind this trend in healthcare, and what are the implications for managing, training, and coaching younger hires? We put that question and others to a veteran of the healthcare market. This is Kevin King, and I'm the Vice President of Healthcare for Integrity Solutions. Kevin King has nearly 30 years of global healthcare experience, including more than two decades at Johnson & Johnson. We caught up with Kevin recently for a discussion about millennials in healthcare. Kevin, thanks a lot for taking time with us on this topic. It's good to be with you, Michael. I'm looking forward to the conversation. First, I wonder if you could summarize this hiring trend and share some perspective. Healthcare companies are hiring younger and more inexperienced sales professionals. You know, historically, pharmaceutical companies regularly recruited younger, inexperienced sales reps, usually a person's first job right out of college. But in the past 10 years, medical device and diagnostics groups have also started to adopt a similar recruiting mentality. You know, in general, hiring a younger and less experienced representative and adopting this lower cost-to-serve model It's being driven mostly by providers and their need for reduced product acquisition costs, but also an operating company's drive for greater profitability. Briefly, what are the core issues driving this trend, Kevin, financial and other? A couple of the core issues vary by customer as well as by product offering. You know, many companies believe that as access to the clinical decision maker becomes more limited, their investment in highly trained sales associates really has less value. Additionally, as large group purchasing organizations, or GPOs as they're referred to, as these groups lean more heavily on the RFP process, where acquisition costs drive product selection, many companies are choosing to invest in upfront price concessions rather than back-ended sales representative compensation. Most recently, there's been a move of healthcare providers in requesting that companies provide product availability through a so-called self-serve or repless model. What that means is that the IDN promises high share compliance in exchange for lower cost product pricing. What results when share commitments are delivered, the combination of high share and limited field sales representative expenses translates immediately to company savings and increased profitability. It's really a numbers game. How are these younger hires different, Kevin, in terms of how they learn? You know, as millennials enter the healthcare sales market, they're pushing organizations to develop and leverage technology and e-learning platforms. Millennials grew up with technology, and they expect learning to be fun, engaging, at their fingertips, and interactive. They're not only more comfortable with technology platforms, but quite frankly, they demand them. They expect on-demand training that offers flexibility and self-paced opportunities to learn. You know, this younger generation puts a high value on having immediate access to information, and they'd rather learn directly off their phone or their tablet. One additional point, millennials are also interested in learning as part of a team, And they're looking for collaboration, personal enrichment, and professional fulfillment rather than just simply gaining knowledge. So with that in mind, in building curriculum 
by creating learning pods and providing team assignments, you'll lead to greater learning satisfaction and I would suggest even increased content retention. When a new sales representative learns material and is expected to present that material back to either a supply chain portfolio manager or a surgeon, having knowledge of the content at the deepest level of understanding will allow them to be, number one, conversational, and number two, provide some degree of expertise without sounding as though they're trying to sell something directly to either one of those two customer groups. Kevin, what do leaders need to do differently to manage, motivate, and mentor these new and younger hires? Well, Michael, when we think about millennials, managers need to provide feedback early and often. There's a need to keep personal development front and center. Millennials have been raised with a degree of constant coaching and feedback. In fact, as children, many were likely driven to soccer practices, music lessons, t-ball games, and, and, and most summer days were probably spent in carefully selected sports or academic camps versus riding bikes, playing with friends in the park, or swimming at the local pool. They expect the same structure to continue into the workplace. So with that in mind, direct hands-on coaching will keep these younger associates engaged. And although they're used to supervision, they're also looking for managers that are honest, are grounded in integrity, and treat them with a degree of respect. They expect purpose and meaning when coached, and inspiration will go a long way. You know, an additional point, millennials get distracted easily and need frequent follow-up. In this aspect, mentorship is critical. And often a mentor can provide context and coaching when developing realistic goals and timelines. Mentors can also share examples of what good looks like and offer encouragement by providing feedback in a supportive, non-judgmental environment. You know, Michael, as mentioned earlier, these younger associates are great team players and collaborators. They're looking for rewarding work experiences, but they value life balance. One thing to consider when providing recognition, often rewards of time off or group activities are more welcome than added compensation. Kevin, with all that we know about millennials, what are the implications for sales training? Education and training is really part of a millennial's DNA. Continuous learning is important to them. Uh, really, they are the first digital natives, and they're bored with standard lunch and learns, and as difficult as it seems to understand, PowerPoint is antiquated for them. You know, this younger generation is looking to get social. You know, when it comes to learning, the important thing is for them to be engaged and they can share as part of your curriculum. In fact, millennials would rather collaborate on a training assignment with peers rather than compete for an individual class top honor. And gaming is an added dimension. Gaming is expected in the learning journey, and millennials expect asynchronous training. They have little to no interest in preset timelines or artificial constraints, and quite frankly, would rather learn on their own terms. If you can set the framework, tell them what's expected of them, and then get out of their way, they'll learn, discover, and drive outcomes on their own. 
the classroom is really a thing of the past for this new growing segment of our workforce. Integrity Solutions stresses training the whole person, going beyond just skills training. Can you speak to that briefly in this context? Yeah, Michael, that's a good question. Integrity selling is more than a skills program. It goes deeper than sales techniques and strategies. And and while skills and strategies are important, a person's sales performance is always going to be consistent with their attitudes, values, and beliefs. The ability to sell successfully doesn't depend solely on product knowledge or selling skills. The ability to sell successfully is dependent on your beliefs, values, and a genuine desire to create value for your customers and the patients they serve. Let's talk about coaching briefly, Kevin. What are the implications and challenges when it comes to coaching millennials? Yeah, Michael, for millennials, managers are seen more as mentors, coaches, and guides versus content experts. Most millennials believe they can get ready access to any development resources that they have a need for. Conversely, millennials are looking for trust, engagement, and alignment to the work that needs to be done from a manager. Active and regular coaching will keep millennials engaged in their work. In fact, communication can be as simple as a quick email response, a text message, or a one-minute phone conversation. Millennials expect immediate gratification and often in-the-moment feedback is one of the best ways to provide coaching. Kevin, excellent discussion about millennials in the workplace in healthcare. How about a final thought? The leadership expert John Maxwell has said that young business people, whether young in their career or young in age, would benefit from coming to work with a listening ear and a learning heart. I would suggest that managers, when leading, should come to the workplace with an open mind and a flexible leadership style. The previously used command and controlled leadership model should really give way to a more collaborative, participative coaching style that helps these new millennials integrate into the organization. Integrity Solutions Vice President and Healthcare Industry Expert Kevin King on managing, coaching, and training millennials in healthcare companies. You've been listening to a podcast from Integrity Solutions. I'm Michael Terrell.